You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. I'm Earl Green, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for August 26th. As we've discussed on Sci-Fi 5 before, films in post-World War II Japan were obsessed with science and technology, which led to over-the-top kaiju films, not to mention the birth of anime, but also gave us interesting little sci-fi films, including one where the hero and villain are literally unseen. The Invisible Man vs. The Human Fly opened on this day in 1957. After the anxiety-inducing music during the opening credits, The Invisible Man vs. The Human Fly presents us with what is essentially a locked-room murder mystery. A man is killed leaving the bathroom on a flight that's in midair, yet no one was near him, and the flight attendants didn't see anything. It turns out this is just the latest in a string of recent mysterious unsolved crimes, leaving not only a rising body count, but millions of yen being stolen. It seems as though only an invisible man could be responsible, but that's impossible. Or is it? Professor Hayakawa, a passenger on the flight, reveals that he and his associate, Dr. Sukioka, are involved in an invisibility, or as they prefer, imperceptibility experiment that harnesses the power of cosmic rays that occur beyond the spectrum of human sight. By bombarding an object with these rays, you can render it essentially invisible. Yet it seems unlikely the murderer would have access to such technology. After all, only a few people know about it, and it's never been tested on humans. The seemingly unrelated murders continue, but then a new lead emerges. Two of the victims encountered a buzzing sound before their murder, a sound similar to a housefly. Eager to help in the investigation, the professor's assistant exposes himself to the cosmic rays, rendering him invisible, although it doesn't work on his face and hands, so he must cover them with a mask and gloves also exposed to the rays to be completely invisible. Unfortunately, the invisibility cannot be reversed without killing the subject, but the killer must be stopped. And finally, the stage is set for the confrontation the title promises. The source of the buzzing sound is indeed the killer, but he's not a fly, just a very tiny human that can float, which causes a buzzing for some unexplained reason. The tiny murderer is acting at the behest of a man named Kusunoki. Kusunoki had created a shrinking gas toward the end of the war, but when the war ended, he was abandoned by his associates and convicted as a war criminal. So he's been using the madman Yamada to eliminate his former associates. Unfortunately, Yamada has a few screws loose, so he also murders people out of jealousy over his love for a nightclub dancer. After a few more twists and turns and a whole lot of deaths, the final fight is actually between a detective, the now-invisible Dr. Sukiyoka, and the shrunk-down version of Kusunoki himself. The Invisible Man vs. the Human Fly is actually a spiritual successor to a 1949 Japanese film called The Invisible Man Appears by the same production company, Daie, known for films like Rashomon, as well as a string of Gamera films. Like similar films in the invisibility genre, a lot of the fun in The Invisible Man vs. the Human Fly comes in the effects, like seeing a head floating by itself in midair, or a banana peeling itself, or a chair suddenly imprinting as if someone was sitting on it. And of 
course, this is long before CGI, so it's all accomplished with sometimes silly practical effects and a bit of editing trickery. It was released as a double feature with the film Headbutt and Karate Chop and was announced in America as The Murdering Might, though the film was never available outside of Japan until its Blu-ray release in 2021. If nothing else, the next time you hear a buzzing by your ears, you might want to double-check to make sure it is in fact a fly and not a tiny little floating serial killer. You know, just in case. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for August 25th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.